Welcome back to Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Spencer, and for those of you who are new or just don't know, this podcast is basically just an audio version of my videos over on YouTube, which you can find if you go over to YouTube and type in the search bar at The Film Punch. If for whatever reason you can't find me over there, you can also find me on my Instagram, which is also at The Film Punch, and the link in the bio should take you where you need to go. Not only can you get the video version of what I talk about over here on the podcast over on the YouTube channel, but you can also get it earlier. So I highly recommend going over there and subscribing, not only for those reasons, but also this podcast will be ending on episode 200, which is creeping up on us very, very soon. So all the content will be over there going forward. With all that out of the way, I only have one review for today, and that is for That 90 Show, which if you didn't listen to the uh, episode from, well, the last episode, not I was about to say last week, but literally just came out yesterday, if you're listening to this the day it came out. I reviewed the entire series of that 70s show, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So that 90s show was one I knew I had to cover. So that is my one review for today. Let's not waste any more time. Let's thank the sponsor and get into it. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. So the first season of That 90 Show is available now on Netflix, and of course it is a sequel series slash reboot of That 70 Show, which if you didn't watch my review for That 70 Show, go ahead and check that one out. It's the video right before this one. Uh, yeah, I said in that review that That 70 Show is one of my favorite shows of all time, if not my favorite. So this show in particular, That 90 Show, had a lot to live up to. Uh, this one is based on That 70 Show, of course, created by Mark Brazil, Bonnie Turner, and Terry Turner and created by Bonnie Turner, Terry Turner, Greg Mettler, and Lindsay Turner. So you have Bonnie and Terry Turner coming back, who created the original series, being the creators of this one, which is always a good sign, having the uh, the creators, uh, somebody who's worked on this, somebody who knows what they're doing with this project, uh, somebody who has their heart in it, uh, for them to come back and work on a reboot, uh, sequel, whatever it might be. Um, so that always gives me hope for sure, you know, with a show like The Last of Us, I know a very different show, but uh, the creator of that show, one of the creators at least, is one of the writers of both of the games of uh, The Last of Us. So it's always good to get somebody who is familiar with it, um, who has had experience with it, like I said. So um, again, that should give people hope for this show. It's not somebody coming out and saying, hey, I want to do a reboot of this, but you know, I have no connection to anybody who ever worked on it. So, um, you know, there, there should be some hope for people, you know, anybody who's skeptical about this show going into it because, you know, you don't like reboots. I completely understand that, but, uh, this is a type of show that I think that 70 show fans, uh, if you're skeptical should give a chance, might not be your favorite, but Hey, still give it a chance. Um, because even if you don't like it that much, they can improve on it in the future. You know, if if the fans kind of voice any concerns or complaints that they have, which I'm going to do in this video, uh, because, of course, like anything, I do have my complaints, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad and it is not. 
but of course we have Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp coming back as Red and Kitty Foreman. They are in all 10 episodes. Yes, I said 10 episodes. Whereas most of the seasons of that 70s show have 22 to 26 episodes. This one only has 10. Maybe they'll build upon it in the future if they do get more seasons and have longer seasons. I would very much hope so. Uh, because in this short form, you know, sitcom type of format, it's it makes things feel a little rushed because you got about like maybe 22 to 24 minutes an episode. That's not a lot of time to tell a full story. And the way that that 70s show is, each character kind of gets their moment. And in this show, I feel like each character still tries to kind of get their moment. Uh, but not every character really does because, again, short form comedy, only 10 episodes. Not everything gets as fleshed out as it should. Um, so that's something I hope they build upon in the future. But, um, you know, for the most part, when it comes to these kid characters, which I'll mention, I'll list off in a second here, uh, most of them are great and they do have me laughing. I It took me a second to get used to them, of course, because just coming off of binging pretty much the entire series of that 70s show, um, it, it's hard to get used to something else in the same format. It feels different, but the same in a lot of ways. And that's both good and bad. Um, you know, and honestly, I wouldn't even say it's, it's that bad. Uh, I would say it's more good than bad. Um, uh, but there's just some elements of it that I'm not completely feeling yet. And again, a lot of it just has to do with how rushed this first season feels because of only having 10 episodes and having only 22 minute episodes. Um, there's only so much you can do with that. And there's story elements in here. And I'll say this right now, love triangles, which I will say is not a, it's a stereotype in these types of sitcoms that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but I, I get it because it's the typical thing to do. And, you know, it's, it's, some people are interested by it, but you know, one of my complaints about that 70 show is the whole love triangle between Jackie and Kelso and, you know, what other characters she, uh, she dated in there. Um, I won't spoil anything for anybody. I, I know it's a sitcom, but still, I don't want to spoil things for the people that haven't watched it uh, because there are a lot of moments that I don't want to give away because they, they're fun to be experienced on your own. Um, you know, it's fun to be experienced and not be told about it uh, before you see it. Uh, but yeah, let me mention the other cast members in here. Uh, new cast members, we have Callie Haverda playing Leah Foreman. Uh, Leia Foreman, I should say. Uh, the daughter of Donna and Eric, uh, who we do see in this show for a little bit. Uh, who else do we have here? Ashley Ofterhide, hopefully I'm saying that right, as Gwen Runk. Uh, who else? Uh, we have Ace uh, Maxwell Ace Donovan as Nate, um, who is the stepbrother to Gwen. Uh, Andrea Anders as Sherry Runk, who is the mother to Gwen and Nate. Um, so I think I got that family down. Uh, we have, hopefully I'm pronouncing this right, Ryan Doy as Ozzy. Um, very funny character. I very much liked him in here. I will kind of talk a little bit about him in, uh, in a little bit. Uh, we have Sam Morelos, hopefully I'm saying that right, as Nikki, the girlfriend to Nate. Uh, and then Mace Colonel as Jay. Um, yeah, I mean... There's, there's definitely some surprises in this show um, when it comes to people that show up. I mean, I, I will list a, a couple of the people. There's only one person in particular I don't want to mention because if you're a fan of that 70s show and if you haven't watched that 90s show yet, 
don't want to mention this one cast member because it is a surprise to see them. Uh, but of course, you know, there was a clip that came out of uh, Don Starkus, Bob Pinciotti showing back up in the show. He's only in one episode. Um, but yeah, we also have Topher Grace as Eric Foreman, which unfortunately only shows up in one episode. Um, you know, this isn't necessarily a spoiler because I already knew a lot of this going into it that they would only be in for a certain amount of episodes. I look at IMDb. IMDb kind of spoils stuff sometimes, but it, it, it's also kind of nice for the people that haven't watched it to manage your expectations going into it. Eric is in the first episode, and then you don't see him again. I know that's going to be very unfortunate for a lot of people. It's unfortunate for me. I would have liked if they would have done more with these returning characters, aside from just, you know, Reddy, uh, Red, <laughs> Reddy, uh, Red and Kitty. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a, a couple of them that get a decent amount of things to do, which I'll, I'll talk about in a sec. Uh, but yeah, of course, Topher Grace, like I said, coming back as Eric Foreman. And with Topher Grace, you have to have Laura Prepon as Donna Pinciotti. Um, yeah, great to see both of these characters. I believe she's in either two or three episodes. I believe it's three. Um, she, she kind of shows up just for a little bit for most of it. Um, you know, when it comes to seeing Eric and Donna, you mostly, like the most screen time you get from them is in the first episode. Uh, but like I said, Donna kind of shows up throughout the season. Uh, you see her a couple more times. Uh, Wil Wilmer Valderrama as Fez, um, definitely one of the most fun characters in here. I think he's also in three episodes. Um, yeah, you, you see him quite a bit and he, yeah, he hasn't lost it for sure, but I don't know. I, I, he's the one character in here that I'm not fully, fully convinced on when it comes to his kind of Kind of the way he acts as a character. I don't like how arrogant he is as a character in this first season. But it's something they could build upon if they bring him back. Which they definitely could. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of people saw in the trailer. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher as Jackie Burkhart and Michael Kelso. Um, great to see these two back. Both of them only in one episode. But um, yeah, I mean, always good to see these two together. Um, for those of you who don't know, they're married in real life. Uh, met on the show. Um, and I forgot to mention this by mentioned this in my review for that 70 show. But for those of you who don't know, I'm sure a lot of people do. Uh, Mila Kunis was only 14 at the time when she got the role of Jackie Burkhart in that 70 show. She lied about her age. Um, so, yeah, if she hadn't have done that, we wouldn't have had her as Jackie Burkhart. And we probably wouldn't have, you know, seen Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis get married, which is absolutely insane to me. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it for the returning cast members uh aside from obviously tommy chong as well as leo uh gotta bring him back in and of course we're missing one person elephant in the room uh um danny masterson as as stephen hyde um you know recently i heard that uh he went off free but the chances of him being in this show in future seasons are really anything like any movies or shows going forward a very slim chance. I don't think it's likely, so don't hold your breath. Um, you know, I guess I'll kind of say this. It's a bit of a spoiler, but they don't really mention anything about Hyde in this show whatsoever. Um, they don't show him at all in flashbacks or clips or anything. They don't mention the character, um, which is what I kind of expected, to be honest. I didn't expect... Because I think a lot of fans would have been pissed off if... 
they would have like killed off the character or made him end up in prison because the story arc that he had in that 70s show was just like set up so perfectly for him to have a redemption arc and for him not have that would be a disservice to the character you got to separate the character from the person and that's what i said in my review hyde is my favorite character um, or at least one of them next to Red. I love both Red and Hyde, two of my favorite characters, because they're the two characters that are that have the toughest exteriors, but, you know, deep down, they're, like, really good people. And, um, you know, so that's why I love those two characters in particular. And, um, yeah, Hyde is still one of my favorite characters. Dressed up as him for Halloween one time uh, during high school. So, yeah, I mean... It's unfortunate that we probably won't ever see that character return, and it's unfortunate what that actor had to, you know, felt like he had to do and, you know, got himself in this whole mess now and now kind of tarnished that that character for fans, which, which sucks. But, um, yeah, I mean, what sucks even more than that is, you know, what he did to his victim. So um, I don't think anything will ever come close to that. But uh, yeah, um, Leia Foreman in, in the show, Kelly Haverda, I think she is definitely the standout with Ryan Doyas, Ozzy being a very close second um, in terms of at least the, the new cast members. Um, I think they are both fantastic in this show. Ozzy, you know, he's a little bit of the stereotypical gay character in here, but we never really got a gay character in that 70s show. So it's nice in the 90s now, it's a little more... Um, you know, well, we did get a gay character in that 70s show. I'm sure we got plenty, actually. Um, but, you know, never, like, a gay, like, you know what I mean? Like, one of the main characters of the show. But in, in the show, uh, that 70s show, there definitely were a few gay characters. There's one whole episode kind of a, a built around, uh, you know, the idea of a character being gay and, and uh, you know, being in love with Eric, which is a very great episode. Um, you know, there's, there was always kind of some dodgy stuff that they did in that show when it came to humor about, you know, gay people or, you know, foreigners and stuff like that. But it, it always felt like it was in good fun and never like malicious. And, um, you know, I hope when people go back to watch it and however many years from now, they don't get offended by it because I don't think it was meant to offend anybody. Um, you know, and when Red Foreman talks about dead commies and stuff like that, like, again, not meant to offend anybody because that's just his character um but yeah where was i uh ozzy great character kind of a stereotypical gay character but again i love that they have you know it, it's more mainstream in in the 90s for people to be gay and be open about it um so it's nice that they have a gay character as one of the main members of the group um and he's he has a moment in here that actually like made me shed a tear so um yeah, uh, by the way, also, don't watch the uh, this season on uh, after the first episode. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, after the first episode, it says this season on that 90 show. Please don't watch that. Just go on to the next episode or just, you know, wait a little bit uh, if you want, if you're not a binger, uh, which I understand. But um, yeah, don't don't watch that. I never like when shows do that. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of spoils some things about Ozzy's character uh, and certain things that happens. Uh, nothing like too super, super, super major, uh, that'll like shatter the whole show. But, um, still it's like a little moment that I would have liked to, 
not see in that. Um, but still, it got to me. Um, you know, I was surprised by the amount of heart in the show and the amount of heart specifically in that scene involving him um, that I wasn't expecting because that 70s show always had a certain level of heart. I always, like I said in the review for that, if you watched it, um, you know, I always search for those genuine moments inside of the comedy and craziness. Um, and, and it was always there. And this show still has those genuine moments that I still look for. Maybe not as often because again, it's only 10 episodes. They're only able to do so much in a short amount of time. Um, but again, that 10 episodes, you really had to go for the love triangle immediately, huh? Um, I, I really can't stand that stuff, but, um, yeah, I guess I haven't really even looked at my notes yet other than the, the cast members, but I love seeing everybody returning. It's, um, you know, it felt like they could have done a little bit more with them, uh, like I said, but I, I was happy with what we got at least. Again, with Eric, I think he was the one most of all that he could have done more with. Um, so it's just unfortunate that he only showed up for one episode, but uh, yeah, we'll see going forward if, uh, hopefully this gets another season because I want to watch more. Uh, once I was finished with it, I actually just restarted it and just started watching it again. So I do very much like it, even though I do have my complaints about it. Um, and me not being a nineties kid, obviously I wasn't a seventies kid either. So, you know, I understand some of the seventies references. I understand some of the nineties references, but I feel like this show, as opposed to that seventies show has a lot less, you know, um, era references uh i guess is how i'll put that um a, a lot less 90s references you know or like 70s references or vice versa uh than that 70s show um you know it, it really felt like you were in the 70s with that 70s show whereas in here at times it really just doesn't feel like you're in the 90s but again me not really being born in the 90s being born in the 2000s you know it, it, it's in set in the summer of 1995 so it's getting close to 2000. Some of those trends kind of carried over into 2000. So maybe it just feels like, you know, early 2000s to me. But um, also at times it just kind of doesn't feel even like it would be 2000s. It kind of just feels like 2022, which is when it was shot. Um, there, there are times where it feels kind of scripted um, and where just some of the jokes don't land but for the most part a lot of the jokes in this show do land for me i found myself laughing out loud a lot um overall as a that 70s show fan i was just really happy to have more essentially that 70s show episodes to watch uh because it does have the same essence of that 70s show um with some updated stuff you know the set for the most part looks exactly the same at least for the foreman's house um you know you see some other places like the hub as well um which was very cool to see uh the hub i was like hey it's the hub i always liked seeing uh the gang hang out there um and then like the water tower as well you get to see all these sets that literally haven't changed it doesn't look different i mean the one thing i will say is that i noticed in the kitchen of the foreman's house that the the wall kind of seemed to be in a different placement and it seemed to be a little bit bigger than it than it seemed in that 70s show um but I just kind of saw that as we never really saw that part of the house or, you know, maybe Red Foreman did some renovation before he started getting too old for it. Um, and that's one of the things that kind of worries me about doing another season or continuing seasons is these actors are getting older and I hate to say it, but like, I just worry about one of, you know, either, you know, Kurtwood Smith or Deborah Joe Rupp, you know, sadly passing away or something like that. 
and then the show just never being the same because they are, you know, the essentially the two leads of the show. Um, you know, they're the ones that are listed first. Um, you know, I, I don't think this show would be anything without one or the other. So if they are going to do more seasons, I would hope that they jump on it immediately. And also, you know, with the kids that are in here, they're actual kids, so they age really quickly. So you really got to, you know, jump on it while you can. Um, I don't know how many seasons it'll be good for, but uh, we shall see. By the way, if you didn't see Cover Kai is going to be ending on season six. I'm so sad about that. Uh, but for this show in particular, I could see it going for many seasons. But at the same time, it's like, eh, how much could they really do? I, I guess they could do a lot, but I, I don't know. I'm just curious about... If they can improve it going forward, then great. But um, if it stays the same as it is now in terms of like the story and just like how rushed the story felt throughout this season, um, you know, by the time you got to the end of it, I was just like, damn, it's already the end. Felt like you at least had one more episode to go. Um, so I really do feel like at least maybe like 12 episodes would have been a little bit better for this first season just to make it feel a little more well-rounded. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's probably my biggest complaint about this show is just that it needed more episodes, um, to make it feel well-rounded because it does feel very rushed. Um, but aside from that, I really don't have many complaints. It sounds like I'm, I'm kind of negative about it, but I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, let me see, uh, let me see what else I have in my notes here. Um, yeah, like I, like I said, so far it sounds like I'm mostly negative about this, but this isn't the case. Um, because I really do like the new cast of kids. I think they're fun, and they do have their standouts. And, um, you know, in typical reboot fashion, some of these kids may or may not be related or at least connected to, you know, former characters from that 70s show. And uh, none of that ever really felt forced to me. It felt pretty natural. Um, I was just... I love it. I just love how it's so perfectly intricate with what they bring over from that 70s show and then, you know, what's in this show. Um, I kind of just want to say it outright who who's related to who, but I'll, I'll let you figure that out in the show if you watch it. Please don't look it up on IMDb or else you'll figure it out. But um, it's definitely a reveal that would have been better if I didn't know about it going going into it. Um, again, if I ever, and I say this in a lot of reviews, if I ever stutter, if I ever like slur my words, if I'm ever doing any of that, it is because I'm dodging spoilers. I'm very much the type of person that doesn't like to give too much away. I like people to enjoy things for the first time and be surprised by stuff. So again, that's, I'm, I'm trying to work around that stuff. So if, I'm kind of like spiraling with with my sentence and it's drifting off into something that doesn't make sense that's why um so bear with me a little bit but this review probably won't meet too much longer because i'm starting to get a cold my throat's starting to hurt uh, i've pretty much said what i need to say um but let me just kind of skim through my notes here make sure i don't want to mention anything else um yeah I, I really don't think i have any other big notes um yeah the set looks the same and diff but different in ways um i did watch a behind the scenes video of the set of that 90s show and uh it was actually fun to see that the couch that was uh the couch and red's chair that was originally in the living room upstairs is now in the basement 
so they have like new furniture and decor of course because that same furniture probably wouldn't be there for that long um but yeah it was just cool to see it's basically like the living room setup but in the basement um and then i learned that you know the table down in the basement is the same table from the show um it's just fun to see that kind of behind the scenes stuff and then it still had a, like a live studio audience. I don't know if it had a live studio audience for all of it. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people complain about the laugh tracks and shows. And, um, you know, I heard in that 70s show and then this show as well, they actually had a live studio audience. So that's kind of nice. Maybe the people you're listening to, you know, maybe at least half of the time aren't actually just, you know, recordings of people that died years ago. Um, you know, if you don't know about that, people will say that, you know, laugh tracks are really old laugh tracks of people that are probably dead. So you're listening to dead people laughing and no, very morbid, but um, yeah, it's cool to know that, you know, even a show in 2023, even a sitcom in 2023, um, they, they still feel like, Hey, it'd be great to have people, you know, a live audience coming to watch this show and laughing along with us. And um, that's, that's just, again, just slurring my words here. That just goes to show how, dedicated the creators of this show are and not only the creators but also the people involved in terms of acting um you know i don't think i don't think this show would have been made if the hearts of the creators and the actors weren't in it um so you know if you're ever doubting that this show is like oh it's so cringy and it's so bad that they have to make this you know this reboot and have to ruin the original no, they, they, that's not the intention at all. And I feel like the people probably saying that 99.9% .9 of the time haven't even given much of a chance to the show. They probably watched like an episode or two. Um, you know, I think it's not going to take you much time to watch the full season. It's 22-ish minutes per episode. It's not even going to take you like half the day. So do yourself a favor and watch this show. Um, would I give it a premium subscription? No. Uh, and if you don't my, know my ranking, premium subscription basically means it's worth buying the subscription service uh, just to watch it. Um, standard subscription, worth the price of the subscription if you have it. Um, worth watching if you already have the subscription, I should say. Uh, discounted subscription, of course, you know, uh, if you have like a 30-day free trial or something like that, or if you get a discount code, um, worth watching if you have that. And then free subscription, of course worth watching if you have a free subscription and then you know cancel your subscription so bad you got to cancel it and maybe ask for your money back i would give this a standard subscription uh definitely worth watching if you already have netflix but do you need to go out of your way to buy a subscription to netflix to watch this i don't necessarily think so uh also if you're curious on where that 70s show is to watch it should be on netflix it really should be um but it's not for whatever reason i don't get it uh, but it is on Peacock if you want to go watch that. Um, at the end of the day, I would rather watch that 70s show than that 90s show. But again, there's eight seasons of that as opposed to one season of this with only 10 episodes. So only going off of that, um, I don't think they're in a bad shape whatsoever. I think they have a lot of potential going forward, um, but it's not perfect yet i think it could be eventually uh but yeah there's my review for that 90s show have you watched it what did you think uh did you love it did you hate it or in the middle um i definitely very much there were times where i was like eh and then there were times where i was like i love it so i very much like it 
Um, me being a fan of that 70s show, I have to kind of like it to a certain degree. So um, I feel like there's definitely that 70s show fans that are going to be divided on it. So I'm very curious uh, to see what people think of it, think about it in the comments down below. Uh, but please do me a favor. It is a brand new show. So for the people that haven't watched it, don't talk about any spoilers down in the comments below. Um, you know, you can talk about certain aspects, um, but don't get into any too nitty gritty details. And don't talk about that one character that's related to that one character. Uh, don't be a dick. Because if I do see any too big spoilers in the comments, I will delete it. I don't want to do it, but I will if I have to. Um, I, I know you're probably thinking this is extreme for a sitcom, but one of my favorite, based on one of my favorite sitcoms, one of my favorite shows of all time. So I kind of have to be serious to a certain degree. Uh, but have you not seen that 90s show? Are you planning on watching it anytime soon? Why or why not? I'd love to know down in the comments below. Really, any comment you have for me down in the comments below, I would very much appreciate. I respond to pretty much all my comments, so anything and everything, uh, yeah, let me hear it. So leave a like on the video, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you never miss an upload, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you all so much for listening. Once again, I am on YouTube and Instagram at The Film Punch. Highly recommend going over there uh, to my YouTube channel and subscribing because all the content will be going there, uh, will be over there going forward after this podcast ends honestly it's all over there going forward from right now so yeah go over there and uh please subscribe i'd very much appreciate it go give me a follow on my instagram at the film punch or at the film sensei that's like my more kind of i don't know personal account where i just post whatever i want but don't really use it very often i'm also on facebook at the film punch but again i don't really I don't, I'm not super active on those as much, so if you want to follow me there, you can, but up to you. Uh, whatever platforms you like to use is cool with me. But yeah, usually I ramble about whatever I want to ramble about at the end of the episode, but today I'm not going to do that because it is 2.36 a.m. and I am tired, so I'm just going to go ahead and go to bed. But thank you all once again for listening. I will see you in the... <laughs>